Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Have you ever felt lied to, deceived, bamboozled? Well, this is the show for you. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. We are in a world where we're just accepting bold faced lies from respected coaches leaders, champions, those who've been at the top of the NBA peak. And quite honestly, it's disgusting what this world has come to. An absolute affront to everything I knew about sports decency. Doc Rivers, I'm going to say it. You're a flat-out liar. And you take that L that he'd handed you last night on your home floor and you choke on it and you own it and you eat it and stop lying. Does that sound like a, a strong enough start to this, Jeanette? Do I, do, I sound, do I sound like someone with conviction right now? Big time. Big energy. Doc Rivers, you're a liar. Ken Levick alive on a Friday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers. Right off of the hot and uncomfortable and uh, really, really stinky intracoastal. Stone Levanowitz Friday Night Lights runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And in on a Friday to start her weekend is the Dominic Queen, Jeanette Javier. By the way, uh, I would like to acknowledge everybody who is uh, observing Good Friday. Also, happy Passover to all of you as well. Uh, but Good Friday, uh, that's what that's what I was as a as a, a young Lutheran. I'm not the religious type any longer. Um, I don't go to uh, church very often, but I was raised Lutheran. And by the way, uh, shout out Martin Luther and your religion because I was confirmed as a Lutheran. I got scholarship money to my college alma mater, Valpo. So shout out Martin Luther. Appreciate you, dog. Uh, And so, um, but, but Good Friday, it obviously causes many to reflect this, of course, uh, for, for Christians is the, uh, this is the, the crucifixion of Christ. And Catholics. And and, uh, right. Well, Catholics, Catholics uh, it falls under the Christian umbrella. Um, uh, What, uh, what it also means though, is that there are no places of education or daycares open. uh, So your kids have to stay at home. And let me tell you right now, here's my open plea. If any schools or daycares want to open, say, Oh, I don't know around 1205 Eastern time, my wife and I will gladly bring our children there. Really? I mean, sweet mother of God, they cannot be in the same room with one another without throwing a tantrum today. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, but I thought it was like one of those optional holidays. Oh, no, no, no. This is a thing. It is closed, closed, closed. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I remember in college at FAU, we would use the holidays, every holiday on the calendar as an excuse that we're not going to school. And Good Friday was definitely on the list. It's just so... I'm sorry. Uh, again, if, if anybody would like to open, even their home, I don't care if you're a total stranger. <laughs> if you listen to this radio right. show, please save Ken Levicka. If you've the only... Levickas. If you have only two or three felonies on your background check, that's fine. Oh, uh, that's misdemeanors? Fine. Uh, misdemeanors, that's a total go. Okay. Um, uh, no more than three felonies. Then I start to feel a little weird. But if you'd like to open your home and you have only two or three felonies on the uh, on the record, then I'll gladly bring my children over and I'll pay you handsomely per hour to watch them until around, oh, I don't know, 6.30 Eastern time or so. Uh, last night, uh, Stone, could you, could you tell me what um, – what what the heat took from the 76ers could you tell me could you tell me what the heat took from the 76ers last night <coughs> yeah dead ass yeah uh-huh that is precisely what the heat took last night as stone 
eloquently put it, dead ass. Hey. 129-101 the final last night. Jimmy Butler is in playoff mode, and it is absolutely spectacular to see, whether it's the Magic, whether it's the Pistons, whether it's the 76ers. Over the last two weeks, this man has been in playoff mode. How about this line? 24 points, 9 of 12 from the field, 6 assists last night for Jimmy Butler in 29 minutes of action. The man is an absolute stud. He's been on a tear, and look out. The Heat still have a chance at sneaking into that sixth seed, and who would their first-round opponent be? The team that they beat by 28 last night, the Philadelphia 76ers. It was a master class in domination last night by the Heat. And here's what's happening to me, Jeanette, is that this has been one of the most frustrating Heat seasons in quite some time. They can't stay healthy. Kyle Lowry went MIA. By the way, who played awesome last night? Kyle Lowry. Lowry. Uh, but but they just, they've been so inconsistent, and they haven't played defense. And Tyler Hero has been more down than up. But now, over the last couple of weeks, things are starting to gel. They're starting to look like playoff Heat. And now I'm starting to believe a little bit. Against all my better judgment, I'm starting to believe that the Heat can do something in this postseason. Are we going to just talk about Jimmy? I mean, what about Tyler last night? I, Tyler was awesome. Tyler was excellent. You want me to talk about Tyler? I will. 32 minutes, 7 of 17 shooting, 24 Ooh. points, 5 of 8 from 3. I mean, Jeanette, that stat line, that's kind of hot, no? It's kind of sexy. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely yells. Playoffs. That's right. So that ass is nice. Yeah. So the heater are, are starting to the the heater starting to to come around a little bit. And by the way, it looks like we have a taker in Daddy Debo. Uh, no felonies, but I'm smoking a fat one. You know what? That's fine. Uh, we'll be over at one. That relaxes everybody, kids. so it yeah, might you know actually what? help the kids yeah. out too. Yeah. What it's what natural. a line there! No felonies, but smoking, smoking a fat, a fat one. one. And uh. you know what? This is uh, Ken Levick alive is fully in support of those who <laughs> smoke fat ones. And so you know what? See you at one. All right, all right, Daddy Debo, appreciate you, <laughs> Daddy Debo. Send the appreciate Addy. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just send that Addy over, and we'll uh, we'll we'll get this transaction taken care of. Um, so, so. Last night, though, with, with the heat rolling, the Sixers look absolutely terrible. You have Doc Rivers, who just 48 hours prior, after winning a marathon against the Celtics, declared Joel Embiid's the MVP. Joel Embiid is the MVP. Said Stone, it's over. It's over. The MVP race is over. Over. That is what Doc Rivers said. That's verbatim what he said. And so last night, after losing by 28, Jeanette, after losing by 28 points, I want you to listen to me read this postgame quote from Doc Rivers because Doc Rivers is a flat-out liar. Listening. Quote, we just didn't come to play. We didn't have great energy. Very difficult game to have energy, honestly. It was an exercise tonight. We wanted guys to burn a couple of minutes, then get them off the floor. End quote. What a liar. Get some guys some exercise and get them off the floor. After the game, after you get pasted on your home floor by the heat, you're trying to act like you were just uh, going full-fledged postseason warm-up. No. Because the only starter that wasn't available to the Sixers last night was Maxi. He's the only starter who didn't play. If you truly were just out for some exercise, he made it sound, Jeanette, like, ah, the Sixers were just out for a stroll in the park, a little pickup. Like you were saying yesterday when you're walking through Lake Worth Beach with your dog Barkley and you see the grown-ass man wearing an NBA jersey playing pickup basketball. That's what Doc Rivers was saying his 76ers team was doing last night. Ah, we just showed up to the arena, put some jerseys on, and got a pickup game going. And threw the ball around. See what happens. We're just just throwing it around, just getting some exercise in, getting that heart rate up. What a (laughs) liar. Want to know how I know Doc Rivers is an absolute liar? It's because the last team that the Sixers want to see in the first round in a 3-6 
is the Heat. Exactly. So that's Believe where you got that. That's where you got to go here because they finished the season off with the Nets. And if they lose to the Nets after losing to this Miami team, and they have a Hawks team as well, then they play Brooklyn in the first round instead of Miami. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of tanking. It smells a little fishy here because you're right. The Sixers are trying to duck that Heat smoke right now. But by losing by 28, it strengthens the case that there could be a three versus six involving the Heat and the 76ers. But also, who's been one of the most oft-injured players in the NBA who's frustrated that he hasn't won an MVP yet, who happens to be the big man on the Sixers team, but again, is one of the most oft-injured players in the NBA over the last five years. Anyone want to venture any guesses? I want to do it. Go. Joel Embiid. Oh, yeah. It only took you one guess. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Who last night, hey, Doc Rivers, we're just out to, to, to exercise a little bit. We're just out for an exercise, burn some minutes on the floor. Yeah, get our Fitbit going. Uh, Joel Embiid played 30 minutes last night. One of the most oft-injured players in the NBA. And Sixers fans want to use the excuse that Joel Embiid wasn't right last year, and that's why the Heat worked him in the postseason, in the second round, in the Eastern Conference semifinals. You want to make sure this guy is right. You want to make sure he's feeling good. You want to make sure that his porcelain frame isn't dented in any way, shape, or form. Yet, in a game where Doc Rivers afterwards, after losing by 28, says, ah, exercise, just just burning off some minutes and getting some exercise, you played Joel Embiid 30 minutes, that's either coaching malpractice and complete unawareness of your most important player and his limitations, or it's just a flat-out lie, and I'm going with the latter. Yeah, I agree with you 110%. I mean, the Sixers were favored by two and a half points. Like, Joel had six boards and two assists. He was out there hustling. He was not under the assumption that he was out there for exercise. Like, the effort and the energy level for the Sixers team was there at home in Wells Fargo. Like, they were given and everything they got. I don't get why Doc Rivers can't just say, Jeanette, I don't get why he can't just say, yeah, we got beat up bad tonight. We got outworked. We got outplayed tonight. When has has Doc Rivers ever been that personality to admit defeat like that? That was... That's not in his personality at all. That's so unbecoming. Like, what is that? That's a flat-out lie. And Joel Embiid already has the MVP locked up. His odds jumped yeah. to all the way to minus 900. He's 9-1 to one to grab the award. So you're not out. You're, I mean, I, I don't even know where I'm going with this because do you want him out there for exercise or do you want him out there solidifying that he's no, the MVP of the league? It makes no sense. You can't play Joel Embiid 30 minutes and then say, oh, we were just out to burn some minutes. Right, or are you putting him out there to make sure he locks up the MVP trophy? Like, what are that's, you doing here, Doc? That's what I kind of, I took your latter half of that where he's like saving Joel Embiid kind of. Yeah. Like you played the 30 minutes and you locked him up like you said. That's your MVP. Doc's right. lying. Right. Doc's lying. Doc's, Doc's, lying. Lying. Doc's a liar. Uh, he's Doc Rivers flat out lied last night. By the way, uh, Jimmy Butler's stat line through all of March and into April right now, he's averaging 25.7 points per game, six Ooh. assists per game, six rebounds per game, almost a steal and a half per game. He's 60% from the field, 44% from three, and 86% from the free throw line all through March and into April. But it, doesn't that kind of irk you a little bit, Ken? Because you're a guy, and I'm a guy, and Jeanette's a girl who doesn't support... Thank you for thank you for clarifying all of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, am, I am born a girl and <laughs> yeah. still call uh, myself a girl. I, yes. In case you were wondering, our pronouns are him, him, her. <laughs> but we don't, as a show, we don't support load management. And naming those stats off, rattling them in March and April, it kind of is supporting no, load management. That's a, that's a, you're right. And that's a different discussion. It is frustrating in the heat of being the poster team. Well, not the poster team, but one of them for load management. And we, we criticized Jimmy for this a number of, of weeks ago when we had a, a, a show discussing load management and whether or not it was good for the NBA, good for fans, all of that. But this also shows that when Jimmy is locked in, Jimmy, I'm sorry. I don't think there's disputing it. This dude come playoff time is a top five player in the NBA. It is insane, and I love watching Jimmy Butler do that mental shift. The way Beyonce turns into Sasha Fierce when she does her concerts, <laughs> that is the 
way Jimmy Butler goes into playoffs. That's playoff bay. And playoff, playoff bay. bay. Exactly. <laughs> you it's know what? Incredible. I, I like to think that I'm the master of analogies in South Florida on broadcast radio, but I got to say, Stone, that was one of the finest analogy efforts Jeanette has ever given us here on this radio show. <laughs> I swear to God it was. That was like, amazing. Like, like I That here, was elite. I sit here every day and listen to you rattle off at least 42 of them every single show. I know. I Jeanette know. there about 14 minutes in with the banger. See, that was a total, That's right. That was a banger right there. But Doc Rivers' lies about what last night was for the 76ers reminds me of a lie that I heard perpetuated by Stone's boy out in Los Angeles two nights ago. A man by the name of LeBron James. So I I woke up, Jeanette, on Wednesday morning and I went to go uh, – no, Thursday morning. I'm sorry. Went to go get on yesterday? the uh, – uh, Yesterday morning. And went to go get on the Peloton bike for a little bit. Oh, yeah, right? the Peloton. Congratulations. Yeah, and I've had it for a while. It's good. I, I would I would suggest anybody get over the stigma. Like the Peloton bike is actually pretty legit if you stick with it. It, it is very worth your while Stig- and money. Stigma shouldn't exist when you are just trying to work out, man. I, like, right. Get over it. I, I do right. want to say this though. I don't actually think that stigma exists. I've never met anybody who dislikes the Peloton or oh, no. doesn't respect the Peloton. Uh, I it think what it is existed. What I think happens is people get sick of hearing other people talk about Peloton. Uh-huh. And then that, it, it turns good. into like, uh, turns into like, oh well, those yuppies have a Peloton bike. That's I'm gonna go bang some barbells around. Here's like. another analogy. And <laughs> an, an, what is what I just say? Analogy. Uh huh. They are like the CrossFitters. Of yes, the very similar. Uh, I think, yeah, not to not to mm. that great an extent, but Jeanette, you're exactly right. Like I think that the Peloton people started to get on the nerves mm-hmm. of others, like the CrossFit people get Absolutely. on the nerves. Absolutely, hey, uh, I'm gonna go do my weird kip up pull ups. Yeah, uh, but it's not uh, a pull up, dude. Like check uh, yourself. I, I, look I, at my form of my my flailing body. On look this at bar. my hands. Look at my blisters. <laughs> Those are calluses. I'm like, Callus- no, that's open hey, skin, sir. I'm hard <laughs> as hell. This is my callus. Ken, I think okay. you I think you nailed it with the yuppie comment because yeah. it's like a. Uh, a slashing classes. It's like, oh, it is, you're, you're sure. rich enough to be able to afford a Peloton. I don't like right, it. Right, right, right. That's it, it, I mean, that's 100% what it is. 100% You can rent them now, though, for like 100 a month. You it's can, great. and I'm telling you, they are so damn worth it. Get over the fact that like it, it came off as elitist to have one. It is totally 1,000% worth it. Anyways, uh, LeBron James is the man's name, who I was alluding to. And... LeBron James, after the Lakers, and I get on this Peloton bike, and I hadn't seen the game because I fell asleep because I'm an old man, damn near 40, but the replay of the game was on before SportsCenter came on at 6 a.m. So I flip on the TV, I watch the final fourth, uh, I watch the fourth quarter of this Lakers-Clippers game, and it really wasn't close, and the Lakers looked listless, and they were outplayed, and... Stone, did you realize that's the 11th straight time the Lakers have lost to the Clippers? That's 11 straight L's that LeBron has taken at the hands of the Clippers? Yes, I did because it was involved in the stat and the graphics on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But this time, it had Russell Westbrook it had, it in them. So, yes, I did not. What? It did have Russ. And so, after the game, though, after the game, it's not LeBron saying, oh, man, we were just outworked, man. We were just outworked. This team has had our number. They're just a bad matchup for us. Credit to Russ for, uh, for, his, for his big game. This, this was the excuse that LeBron James gave for the loss to the Clippers. This is one of those... Uh... No scheduling conflicts, you know, in the season. And uh, definitely got the best of us tonight. It was one of those scheduling conflicts. Got the best of us tonight. That scheduling conflict, the Lakers had a game against the Jazz the night before (laughs) and had to come home to play the Clippers the next night. It's LeBron acts like he's never been part of a back-to-back before. And there are way worse back-to-backs than going from Salt Lake City to Los Angeles in an NBA road trip. Mm-hmm. That's nonsense. And it's Bron's fault that they blew a 10-point lead with 60 seconds left against the Jazz and were forced to go into overtime. Like, that's nobody but your fault. Right, LeBron. right, right. When you're, when you're the face of that team and you're that guy and you've been playing the way you've been playing, 
you're a huge reason why you lost in overtime that night before in Utah. And then Don't oh, do that. Don't no. do that. Don't do that. They didn't lose that game. They didn't lose that game. Don't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. They, I'm sorry. That they that they went to overtime period. Yes, Le- they, Le- they beat the Jazz. Yes, LeBron hit the game winner. Don't do that. Yes. He's getting Latina. You remember no. she could see he's wagging his finger. Dale. He did a little head nod. Nah. He did the little don't do that. Uh, <laughs> that was hilarious, Stone. But but it is partially LeBron's fault that it did go into overtime. That's what I meant to say. And so you come home, but LeBron, who who is is a freak, constantly talking about how I can do this another four or five years, right? Oh no, the dreaded back to back, Utah to L.A. Like, come on, it's just you can't do that when you've lost to the same team eleven straight times. Like that just doesn't. Nobody's buying that. That stone to me comes off as a flat-out, bold-faced lie. An excuse is also a lie. Nobody's buying that with a brain that, oh, that back-to-back really hurt us. It, you, no, you, can't, you can't beat the Clippers. You can't be promoting year 20, washed king, and then be complaining about right. back-to-backs. Right. Like This is just the way the NBA works, man. So in back-to-back nights in the NBA, two notable figures... LeBron James, uh, just one of those scheduling quirks is why we lost for an 11th straight time to the Clippers. And then Doc Rivers, uh, got beaten by 28 by the Heat. Uh, we were just out there for some exercise, getting some burn. Uh, you know, just a little uh, piece of light work for my always injured, uh, soon-to-be MVP center, Joel Embiid. 30 minutes. It's not exercise. That's a full workload. They're liars. Both of them are liars. LeBron James, liar. Doc Rivers, liar. And so I asked you, because we've all been through this. We've been misled by those we've trusted in the sports realm. What's one of the biggest sports lies foisted upon you? Poor you. You sit there and you love and you give and you trust and what comes back to you just lies. Bold-faced lies. Maybe they're little white lies. Maybe they are are extremely misleading relationship-busting lies. But what's one of the biggest sports lies foisted upon you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. Jeanette, when have you been lied to? A false statement, a false action, a false promise that's been directed your way. Okay, so I wrote there's I wrote down three, but I think there's one here that's going to be absolutely mentioned uh, later, so I'm not going to mention uh, say it, but the first one that came up was uh, Manti Teo when he uh, talked about that catfishing yeah. situation. And yeah, he got lied to. He lied. And we then got he, lied to. He got, he, and then he lied about being lied to. So, now, let me ask you this. Let me, when it comes to Manti Teo, who got catfished by someone from his home state of Hawaii, and uh, it, it was really the part of the Notre Dame dream season mm-hmm. and their eventual national championship game lost to Alabama. That's the part I remember, though was the Manti Teo catfishing. I suppose I was going to ask, is that really him lying? But yes, he found out before the Heisman ceremony, mm-hmm. according to that documentary on Netflix, and mm-hmm. then continued to tell the story of Lene Kakua. So you're right. He did lie to us. That's what I'm saying. It was That's just a, great a call. bunch of lying on top of lying. It was just a messy situation. But I'm here for the drama as long as it doesn't involve me. So thank you for the great <laughs> laughter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And this one still hurts me, man. And I still defend this man to this day. Lance Armstrong. Mm-hmm. I was a... Cheater and a liar. Stop. I was a huge cyclist when I played volleyball in high school. Okay. One month. The way I watched the NBA finals, I would watch the Tour de France for Lance Armstrong. For one month, that's how I really learned about Europe. Because I was like, look at look how beautiful where they're cycling. Incredible. <laughs> that's how I learned about Europe. No, that's where I first started like getting into the scenery and hiking. That's funny. And it's like, oh, I like those German mountains. Oh wow, that's really hard. But anyway, so Lance Armstrong, you 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 get this trend going of wearing the yellow bracelets, the live strong. P- it you inspired create, people to, it, to fight through cancer and to fight their maladies and, like it did. Yes, no, and he raised a bunch of money for a fantastic organization for something terrible that he's gone through. And he used that story to perpetuate, oh, he's the best cyclist, don't let you down, this, this, and that. And then he goes throughout, I mean, I mean, 
doping is very popular in cycling. Don't get me wrong. And everybody does it. But for Lance Armstrong to come out and say me as like a 13 year old who looked at this guy like Mm -hmm. I love cycling because of him. He is making cycling so interesting. How great is this Um, for him to come out and say, yeah, I did it. I'm sorry. And then to lose the seven titles, it. I was very depressed about it, but I still defend him to this day about the whole situation. But Those that lie in sports still, it hurts me, man. But between the analogy and then her two examples of getting lied to, the biggest sports lies foisted upon her. What a Friday. Stone, dare I say, Jeanette is cooking. I mean, let her cook. Absolutely She's is cooking right now. Hooking. This is a right real Friday there. right now. Absolutely. It's, dare I say, good Friday. Oh, wow. Mm-mm, really? I Jeanette, you got to leave that one. It's okay, a, never mind. A, it's a good Friday on Good Friday. Okay. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not cooking as much. I'm simmering <laughs> right now. I'm just simmering. Uh, so, for me, I, I, I look at LeBron. I look at Doc. They're liars. They're liars. They flat out lied to the general NBA public in back-to-back nights. Jeanette. She was lied to by Manti Teo. She was lied to by Lance Armstrong. What's one of the biggest sports lies foisted upon you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. In just a couple of uh, minutes, we will talk with Mike Tannenbaum, our football insider. We'll keep taking your call as well, 888-760-3776. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptishealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist South Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash orthocare. Uh, should we, yeah, let's go ahead and let's go to uh, Mike Tannenbaum. He is our football insider, former Jets GM, not to mention former Dolphins on-field boss, and he joins us here as he does every week on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Mike, so as we as we get closer and closer here to the draft, uh, we've still got no Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. There's flirtations with Odell Beckham. Uh, the Jets right now, how much urgency should they have to be getting this thing done? Yeah, great to be with you, Ken. There should be a lot of sense of urgency just because until a deal is done, it's not done. And if I'm the Jets, you know, who knows, maybe CBS comes along and offers them $300 million to be their lead analyst. Maybe um, he retires. So there's a big sense of urgency to get a deal done. <laughs> uh when when it comes to you have you have taken some some flack, gotten some attention for uh, how much you've talked up Hendon Hooker, uh, the Tennessee quarterback, and potentially where he could land in the first round of the draft. Uh, I like it. It's a bold statement where you're you're saying, hey, this dude is super talented. A team could take a chance on him high up and early on Thursday night. What is it about Hendon Hooker that has you so high on him? Yeah, so some of that criticism I get from home from my 16-year-old son. So um, it's coming from all angles. But we'll see how he plays in the next two years. Um, I think he has prototypical size. Um, he transferred from Virginia Tech, started 37 games, led the nation in yards per pass attempt, very accurate down the field. And But for an ACL, Ken, we could be looking at the first pick in the draft. Mike, at any point, at any point when you made the statement that the Jets should look into, or at least – Think about drafting a quarterback. Did you ever get scared for a second that Mike Greenberg was actually going to get physical with you? <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty funny moment. Um, I was very concerned about his well-being. I didn't know if he was going to attack me or have a heart attack or both. So um, he's, he's a sensitive Jet fan. We know that. So uh, that, was a, that was a fun moment on air. What was your relationship like with Greenberg when you were the GM of the Jets? Did you have one? Uh, yeah, it was okay. You know, like he, uh, he's not shy with his opinion. So when things were good, they were really good. And when things weren't going great, I don't think, uh, you know, him and Adam Gase are 
Eric Mangini are going to be breaking bread anytime soon. <laughs> uh, Mike Tannenbaum with us. He is our uh, football insider here on Ken Levicka Live. Tyreek Hill went on Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City earlier this week and said, hey, when I'm done with my contract with the Dolphins, I'm getting out of the game. Uh, it, that, that would be 2025. That would be a wrap for him. He'd be 31 years old at that point. If you're the Dolphins, uh, do you pay attention to that at all? Does that concern you at all? Do you just sort of take it in stride? If you're Chris Greer, what do you make of that? Yeah, you take it in stride. Look, I do think there will be players. I'm not saying it's Tyreek Hill, but... I do think because of the salaries now, players will sometimes play shorter. Now, with that said, we got you know two of the all-time greats and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers playing to their 40s. But I do think there will be some that will you know take the early exit, much the way we saw Andrew Luck. But three years in pro football is like 300 years, so lots of time to figure that one out. Um, what's more likely to happen before the draft? The Ravens trade Lamar Jackson or the Ravens select a quarterback in the first round on that Thursday night? Yeah, great question, Ken. They're going to draft a quarterback, I would think. And, and it's not necessarily for this year, guys. It could be for next year, knowing that you know Lamar's certainly close to the end with, with them. So if it doesn't happen this year, it certainly happened uh, next year. Anthony Richardson, the hype train is is really rolling down the tracks now, and you've got uh, draft analysts uh, from various publications saying this man is going to be the top quarterback taken. In your mind, and we've talked about Anthony Richardson, and I know you said that, hey, I, I mean, I still love Bryce Young. You love Hendon Hooker. What, what can he do other than ceiling? What does he possess that would make him the number one quarterback in this draft? Well, it's his ceiling. That's it right there. It's, okay. it's a risk, though, because he's only played 13 games. So not saying that he can get there, but by gosh, that's a huge risk to take him number one overall, knowing that he's only basically been a one-year starter. Uh, Mike, if you could, could you pl- tell us a little bit about Greco Chevy before we let you get back to your pre-draft duties? Yeah, number one overall, Greco Chevrolet. What a great car buying experience, great selection, really fair prices. Great service department, conveniently located on Federal Highway, Delray Breach, Greco Chevrolet. Mike, appreciate you. Have a great weekend, okay? All right. Thanks so much, guys. You too. Mike Tannenbaum, our football insider here on Ken Levick Alive. What's one of the biggest sports lies foisted upon you? What is one of the biggest sports lies that's been foisted upon you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Jeanette says, Manti Teo, Lance Armstrong. I'm saying back-to-back nights. Doc Rivers, LeBron James, you're flat-out liars, and you lied to our face, and I don't appreciate it. What's one of the biggest sports lies foisted upon you? 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. We are giving you a chance to win two tickets to the Barrett-Jackson Car Auction, a legendary South Florida Fairgrounds. It gets going April 13th. We'll be doing that momentarily. Not yet. Hang on to your butts. But Barrett-Jackson, three different times before 2 o'clock, giving you a chance for a pair of tickets to Barrett-Jackson. That's if you're not a liar. You're not a dirty liar like Doc Rivers and LeBron James are. Doc Rivers gets beaten down by 28 last night by Jimmy and company. Oh, it's just exercise. It was, you're just exercising. Just going out there, getting some run. Just exercising. Oh, really? And that's why Joel Embiid played 30 minutes last night. Yeah, just getting him some exercise. Got it, Doc. Oh, LeBron. Ah, oh, lost to the Clippers because one of those quirks in the schedule. Otherwise known as a back-to-back, which happens all the time in the NBA. You haven't beat the Clippers 11 straight times. That's why you didn't beat the Clippers. Not because, oh, the scheduling quirk. Liars. All of them. It's one of the biggest sports lies foisted upon you. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. How about, Jeanette, you remember 2012? 
Marlins Park opening. Hmm. The, uh, the Marlins go get Jose Reyes. They go get Ozzie Guillen. They trade with the White Sox to make him their manager. Uh, they get Mark Burley. They load up the roster. Muhammad then, Ali comes out. Muhammad Ali. Like, they just use him as a prop oh on opening God. night to throw out a first pitch. Still one of the most shameless displays mm-hmm. of self-promotion I've ever seen by any baseball or sports executive. Muhammad Ali in no position to be uh, rolled out on a, to, to the the mound at Marlins Park. I mean, just disgusting. It, it was disgusting. It was absolutely. And then remember several years later when the Marlins uh, broke the news that Muhammad Ali had passed before his actual family could do it at a random Marlins game uh, on like a Wednesday night. I mean, just Stop, atrocious Stop, I didn't stuff. know that. Yeah, just atrocious. Was Loria still in charge? Yeah, it was Loria and Sampson who, who put it on their jumbotron that he passed away. First, they, they broke the news of Muhammad Ali's passing. I mean, just, just the worst types of people. But the Marlins saying, we're committed to winning. We're going to spend the money. They spent the money. They got off to a bad first half of the season. And by the time August rolled around, all those guys were traded away. And Ozzie Guillen lasted one year as manager. Yep. That was a big lie. That Oh, Marlins, oh, we'll build the stadium in Little Havana on Miami-Dade at tax dollars, and people will come. It'll be great. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Still still worst in attendance in all of baseball. What is one of the biggest lies you've been told as a sports fan? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Jonathan in Boston on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, guys. How you doing? Love the show. Thanks, man. Hey, so I, you know, obviously being from Boston, a lot of liars up here. Um, you know, I love them. So we got a lot of them. Yeah, we got a lot of them. But you know, nothing beats the cake with Clemens, uh, only because Clemens stuck to the lie so long. His, his Andy Pettit, you know, yeah. comes comes forward says, you know, we did it. Um, you know, everybody was doing it, and you know, uh, I, you know, obviously Clemens was his guy. You know, Clemens is throwing his wife under the bus, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, he was doing HGH, I was." He then goes on a retirement hiatus, quote-unquote, which everybody thinks was a, a suspension nobody talked about, and then comes back with the Houston, with Houston, and, 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 you know, it's just, it was one thing after the next. That guy lied to Congress. Yeah. I mean, he went to Congress and I, started bad-mouthing anybody doing right. juice. Well, the guy was on juice. Right. And, and, and Jonathan, what's crazy to me, and we, we always have these discussions uh, once Hall of Fame time rolls around about Clemens and Bonds and McGuire and Sosa. And I personally think I don't like that baseball ignores the steroid era. Like if they just don't talk about it or acknowledge it, it didn't happen. And I think that they should even have a, a whole section in the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown that acknowledges the, the steroid era. But think about it. Andy Pettit is the only one, despite his embarrassment, the only one who owned it in real time, and mm-hmm. he's been completely vindicated. Mm-hmm. Whereas the reason Clemens and Sosa and McGuire and all these guys are in the Hall of Fame bonds is because they just dug their feet in when it would have been so much easier for them to just own it. And mm-hmm. I bet the outcome would be different because we forgive extremely I easily. I completely agree with you. Completely Jonathan. agree. I mean, you saw what you saw what happened with Colby. He came through. Apologize, said you know this was a bad you know bad judgment. I didn't do this, but yeah. you know immediately he won the championship. We forgot about it. Right, and thanks for the call, Jonathan. It is amazing how in in sports and in life, if you just within a reasonable amount of time say you know what, I did it. It was a bad job by me. Bad judgment. Take accountability. I mean, Jeanette, in almost every walk of life, it is so much easier after that than just digging your heels in and being indignant. I mean, in almost every case, and some people just cannot help themselves. Absolutely. But, you know, like Mante Teo, you just lie and you lie and you lie and you lie. And the thing with I do feel badly for Manti Teo because the thing that happened there is we're talking about a young dude, right? And we're talking about a guy who was... Stone, how, how do I put this without sounding mean? I feel like what happened to him, he was, well, ignorant and... Maybe a prisoner of the moment? Maybe a little... <laughs> well, no, maybe a little... What's so funny about that? I thought I, I nailed that. so cheesy and crazy. I'm trying to find... <laughs> he was the biggest star in all of football in that little time uh, frame. With Manti Tango, I'm trying to find a nicer word <laughs> than dumb. 
Naive. 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 Naive is still too nice. You're dumb. You're straight up dumb. He he definitely, like, I cannot believe some of the things he believed were actually true or, like, had his doubts. And then it was like, oh, you know what? I can explain it. Like, just really, really dumb judgment behavior by someone who I suppose he was in love or, like, the thought of being in love. And those are the things that happen. We've all done dumb things in the name of love, especially as youngsters. But, but Manti Teo, to his defense, where the lies kept piling on from the Heisman ceremony on, he was in it so deep, and he knew that that story had become so much a part of his his football persona. He didn't know how to get himself out of it. So the lies weren't overly intentional. It was more of a, how do I buy myself some time? Mm. Because he was panicked. He didn't want people to think he was a bad person. He knew he wasn't a bad person, but he didn't know how to get out of the tough spot. I do think there's a difference there. Nah, but like, if... It- Avoid the catfish. Like, it's every story that I've seen on the show Catfish. Anyways, do your research. I will, if I meet a guy online and there's no paper trail about him, not even a LinkedIn page, like, dude, you're a fraud. But the Get dif- out of here. The difference between the normal people on the Catfish show and him is he's focused on his craft, right? He's focused on playing football for Notre Dame. He's focused on going to the NFL. He's focused on every bit of X's and O's I mean, that he has to do. me more paranoid. I mean, he <laughs> would never admit it, but a lot of his Heisman campaign was based off of the Leia Kakua story. That's really sad. Yeah, yeah I mean, but it's tough his to subconscious, say he knew it. His subconscious, he knew it. Well, he knew I, it. I, I don't know what to tell you, but... He was dumb. Um, yeah, it was. It was dumb. It was really dumb. You're right. There's not a nicer way to put it. Manti Teo, and I don't think he's a dumb person, but at that time he was dumb. I mean, dumb, dumb. I mean, capital D, dumbass. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what's one of the biggest sports lies foisted upon you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, on Twitter, at KLV1063. Ira tweets in, Anytime we hear this is the year the Knicks put it together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's going to happen again, isn't it? It is going to happen again this year. And the Knicks are playing better, but who am I to say that they're actually going to not be the Knicks once the postseason comes? I'm going to pounce on that first-round matchup line that the Cavs have. Minus 185. I mean, that's got my name written all over it. The value's on the Knicks? If I can... No, no, okay, the value's on the Cavs. That's okay, a, that's a, I was going to say. That's a decent little line. If I can win some money and Ken can be happy, I mean, living this, <laughs> living this life right. Here's the deal. That's this funny. is just me being an asshole about it. I uh-huh. love watching the Knicks fans celebrate one win like it's a championship. They'll get that and one win. all the yeah, videos the that go win. viral, like I'm here for the chaos. They'll get that. There's no bigger fan base that's chaotic like the Knicks fans after one decent win. Yeah, and I'm I here mean, for it. That's when they put up their banners. That's what I'm saying. Their Let's one go. postseason when they got their one win over the Hawks two years ago, put up a banner, celebrated on cars outside of Madison Square Garden. I mean, it'll happen again. Uh, <laughs> five game series, Cavs in five. Uh, Dom tweets in one of the biggest lies as always. Texas is back. Oof. Uh, my apologies to now uh, FAU head football coach Tom Herman. Uh, who was the last time we heard of Texas is back, the head coach at Texas. My apologies, coach. Go Owls. When is a time you have been lied to as a sports fan? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. When we come back here on Ken Levick Alive, we are going to play Name That Decade. A chance for two tickets to the Barrett-Jackson Car Auction, South Florida Fairgrounds, starts April 13th. It's Name That Decade. Fill up the phone lines, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. If you don't get in this time around, you'll have two other opportunities before 2 o'clock. 888-760-3776. Name That Decade. Pair of Barrett-Jackson tickets on the line when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone, do we have a fun cruising car Beach Boy music? 
Yeah, stand by, stand by. Awesome. I just want to make sure that uh, we're properly setting the scene for this. In the meantime, before we play Name That Decade, and Jeanette, here's the rules of Name That Decade. I ask you a question, and in that answer, you name that decade. That's how you play Name That Decade for a pair of tickets to the Barrett-Jackson Car Show, the car auction. It's the world's greatest collector car auction. South Florida Fairgrounds, April 13th through the 15th. All the excitement at Barrett-Jackson's 2023 Palm Beach Auction. Experience the action as hundreds of the most sought-after vehicles cross the block. Go for a hot lap or thrill ride on the Barrett-Jackson performance track. Explore the vast exhibitor marketplace. Enjoy live music, food, and more. This event offers fun for the entire family. To purchase tickets or for more information, visit Barrett-Jackson.com. Barrett-Jackson.com. But we are giving away two tickets to the Barrett-Jackson Collector Car Auction, April 13th through the 15th at the South Florida Fairgrounds. Ah, yes, fun cruising music, as you'd expect. For Name That Decade. Let's go ahead and bring in Eddie. In Boynton, Eddie is going to be our first of three contestants today on Ken LaVica Live to play Name That Decade. Eddie, when I ask you this question, you will give me the decade it happened. Okay, clear? Sounds good. Beautiful. Eddie, it was this decade in which the Major League Baseball strike wiped out the World Series with the New York Yankees leading the American League East. What decade did this happen in? Ugh, it was the 90s. Eddie is going to the Barrett-Jackson car auction. 1994, the Yankees led the AL East, the White Sox led the AL Central, the Expos led the NL East, but it wasn't to be. There was no World Series. Eddie, congratulations. Make sure that Stone, you get his information. Eddie is headed to the Barrett-Jackson car auction. Thank you, Eddie. Congratulations. Woohoo! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and that is how you play, Jeanette. Name that decade. Uh, see, it's good. It's good that you are up for these Barrett-Jackson tickets because... I don't want people to hear you answer that question and say, oh, Jeanette, that's so unfortunate. Because you've been on a roll today. Or three years old when you mentioned that event. So <laughs> Good call. You were a little tiny Jeanette. Exactly. A little, little tiny Jeanette. I was learning Jeanette. about the Orlando Magic at that time in Penny Hardaway. Uh, so, so again, congratulations. Congratulations to Eddie. And we're going to do that two more times before 2 o'clock here on Ken LaVica Live. Uh do we do we go Nance Law right now, Stone? Do we go Nance Law? Yeah, we could very quickly. Let's go Nance Law very quickly here again. You can't discuss the Masters on terrestrial radio without playing the CBS Masters theme because, again, Jim Nance, uh, he oversees all. Uh, he is a man who wields and wields a lot of power, and he has cronies that are always listening, trying to see if they could sue you for $1,200 talking Masters without without playing the Masters music. And why $1,200? That's a green fee at Pebble Beach. Brooks Kepka, Stone, what do you know about Brooks? I know Brooks just finished his day shooting a 67. The man is hot right now, and there's nobody more dangerous in the field. How about that, by Love the way? It. With all this Live Golf, PGA Tour, all this stuff, Brooks Kepka's vilified. People already didn't like his attitude. Just sort of nonchalant, lackadaisical, I only care about majors. Then he goes to live golf, gets the money. Uh, There have been many who have been celebrating his demise, but he's a dude, Palm Beach County. I'm sort of happy to see Brooks Kepka where he's at, atop the leaderboard at the Masters. Dare I say, I'm going to root for him going into the weekend. I definitely am. I'm rooting for any live golfer for for the most, for the big time. And Brooks Kepka, local Palm Beach County. Guy, there's no better story than that. Somebody who had 
like people love to rub in the mud. Like he's giving the proverbial middle finger in the Masters right now and saying, you know what? I got my bag and look where I'm at right now. Yeah, if if the game of golf was just a little more rough around the edges, he would actually be giving people the middle finger right yeah, now. Yeah, right, right, right. I say if he wins, he He'd should be Brian Coxing it. it. Yeah. I, I I honestly, I'm having an out of body experience watching this guy play golf right now. All corny things aside, I'm holding a plus twenty eight hundred ticket, so a hundred dollars for <laughs> almost three thousand dollars on Brooks. And oh my god, he, he looks unplayable at the moment. Like, he's putting every single approach within 10 feet. He's knocking down Eagles putt, birdie after birdie after birdie. I mean, there's nobody playing like Brooks right now. All right, so let me ask this, because I think this is a good a good Masters discussion. Brooks Kepka, through and through a Palm Beach County man, still lives in Palm Beach County, born and raised, Cardinal Newman High School, someone that we like to, to consider our own, but certainly surly. Right? Certainly someone that's difficult. He's not good with the media. We've had a complicated relationship <laughs> with him and his family here at ESPN West Palm. Then, to exacerbate it, he goes to live golf. He takes the Saudi bag, right? And now, a guy who has openly said, oh, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm playing for the majors. Here he is at the Masters just killing it. He leads right now, just past 1 o'clock Eastern time on Friday at the Masters. Despite his surliness, despite his lack of charisma and personality, uh, despite the fact he's a live golfer, would you root for Brooks Kepka to win the Masters? Would you root for Brooks Kepka to win the Masters? The Palm Beach County man, Brooks Kepka, would you root for him to win the Masters? And I say, yeah, I, I'm... I'm actually into it. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Would you root for the complicated live golfer Brooks Kepka to win the Masters? He's in position. 888-760-3776. There is nothing complicated about EDS. When you want to make sure that your indoor air quality is pristine, it is EDS. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. They want to rejuvenate the air in your home. They're going to give you a free indoor air quality assessment, plus save $500 on their air purification bundle. Air in the home can be just as dirty, if not dirtier, than the air outside your home. So, as we get into summer, that air quality with the humidity and the heat, it tends to decrease even more. That's increased pollen, dust, airborne pollutant particles, bacteria, viruses. People breathe this air every day and night and keep recycling it so it can wreak havoc with the allergies and people's health. As someone who has allergies, I know how that goes. Air purification systems from RGF, like the Remy Halo, can help reduce and eliminate these pollutants, leaving you breathing fresh, clean air. They eliminate airborne and surface bacteria and viruses like COVID-19, eliminate odor in your home, reduce mold and mildew, Remove harmful pollutant particles in the air. EDS has that free indoor air quality check to assess the cleanliness of the air in your home. Determine if an air purification solution is right for you. EDS, an RGF black label dealer. Call EDS. Schedule your free air quality assessment today or get online. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com for your AC, your plumbing, and your in-home air quality needs. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Brooks Kepka, would you root for the Live Golf Star, the hometown kid, to win the Masters? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.